If you don't want more than what you currently have, does that mean you have a mindset problem? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's listener question pops up in my inbox every other week or so. And basically, it goes the same way. This is what the story is. Does this mean I have a mindset problem? I think it's, you know, mindset is such a tricky beast, right? Because it's one of those phrases and I've like openly admitted this, that I think mindset is a phrase that entrepreneurs have made up for themselves so that they can feel better about having low self-esteem. So rather than having to call myself a low self-esteem coach, I can say mindset coach and that sounds so much sexier and sassier and people on the receiving end of that don't have to admit that they're struggling with low self-esteem. So a lot of times because it's this ambiguous term and hard to define and hard to pin down, I think people end up having this weird sensation of, uh, is there something wrong with me? So let's dive into today's question and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, I only started listening to your show a few weeks ago at my client's urging. She thinks I have a mindset problem. You see, I contract website services. I can do design, but often am called upon... No, I'm sorry about that. I, I can do design, but often I am called upon for troubleshooting. Website owners try to do it themselves and eventually get stuck, and this is where I come in. I am entirely location and time independent. I work from wherever I want and keep whatever hours I want, and most months I easily exceed the income goals I set for myself. I am clear, though that I am not a business owner. I contract and I freelance, but I don't own a business. I don't have a website. I don't have a brand, nor do I want to. It's just me and my email address. My clients think I'm making a huge mistake, that I'm not giving myself credit and that I'm just scared. Because she listens to the show, I told her I was going to write in and she wants you to know that she thinks I am better than just freelancing, that I have a talent and people should know. I think they can find out when I pick up their job and they're happy with what I deliver. What do you think? If I'm happy with what I have, does that mean I have a mindset problem? Holy smokes. Well, I certainly hope it doesn't mean you have a mindset problem because I totally relate to your question. I, I'm completely in this exact same boat right now. So recently um, in the online entrepreneur space, there was a, a business program launch of an online uh, coaching um, sort of product or service um, called Business by Design. And basically it helps online business owners scale their businesses and services so they can stop trading dollars for hours. So it's the idea that it can help you with a membership site creation or a course creation, but you learn how to cater and serve more people with less time and then learning the automation process behind it. So you're doing more with less time and less effort and energy as well. And as this program and, you know, the launch went out by and I got the emails and all the ads started lighting up my newsfeed, I started getting in a lot of different conversations. I talked about it with my husband. I talked about it with some friends who are not online business owners, talking about it to other online business owners, how there's this constant need to push and to scale and to grow and to maximize and to become ever efficient and ever productive. 
Now, the reality is, and I've shared this on the show, that recently some of the drawbacks to online business ownership for me, it feels like they're twofold. One is it does require some sort of relationship with social media, and I don't particularly enjoy that part of the job. And then the other part of it is the constant need for lead generation the constant need to kind of figure out how to let new people find out about you so they can buy from you. Those are like two things. I think the first thing is very online business specific. The second is more like business specific. But if I like, if I like identify that those are the two things that are currently hard about owning my own business, everything else in front of me, I really love and it lights me up. I'm working with established business owners. I'm getting them to the next level. I'm helping them pivot and change their businesses. I'm working with um, new business owners in different coaching programs and memberships I'm a part of, coaching new business owners how to build their businesses with a healthy mindset. So between the group work that I do and I contract and the one-on-one work I do that I contract, I am in love with my job. When I started the online business, business space in 2015, I hated people. And as a former therapist that's and current mindset coach, that's probably not the best advertising for me. But after 10 years in private practice, I hated people. I Everybody thinks I'm joking when I say that, but I was so burnt out. I was so fried. I was so tired of People just not taking action, of not doing the thing that they said would make their life better, not ending the relationship, not getting out of the bad marriage, not taking the chance, not going back to school, not quitting the job, and the, the victim playing that goes with all of the reasons why they can't and they couldn't and they shouldn't and da 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 da. Like, I just, I couldn't deal with it anymore. So when I came to the online business space, the only thing I wanted to do was scale myself out of one-on-one work. I wanted to write the book. I wanted to create an ebook library and just sell everything I knew passively behind a book title and a book cover. I wanted to do online courses teaching people the basics of emotional intelligence. Like if there was an online automated don't make me talk to people way of building a business, I wanted every single one of them. And the darndest thing happened that by going into the online business space and talking to business owners and seeing the difference I made, it just lit me up. I was happy in that one-on-one work. I am happy in that one-on-one work, happier than I've been in years and years in private practice. I don't want to change or grow right now. I just fell in love with right now a little while ago. I finally have a caseload that challenges me, issues that keep me engaged. Um, I'm seeing people just take massive action in minimum amounts of time. And like my clients are getting incredible results and I am engaging in incredible, incredible conversations. So no, I don't want to scale. No, I don't want an online course. No, I don't want a group membership because I'm actually in love with what I'm doing right now. It totally works for me. It gives me time freedom. My husband and I, you know, have a little bit of a complicated life. Not not too complicated. He sometimes has a health issues that he needs my help with. But with a disability, there's always more household chores that are going to, you know, fall on me because they're harder for him to do. We're in the middle of a home redesign and renovation project that requires multiple steps and stages and levels 
giggles and fits and starts, but mostly our life is relatively easy, and I finally love my job again. I don't want to rock the boat. And I, like, I have a really hard time believing that, like, if I'm happy doing what I'm doing, I'm getting the results I want. I'm not experiencing any kind of negative consequence to being the way that I move through the world. I don't think that means I have a mindset problem because I am good with where I'm at and I recognize and own that other people wouldn't be. That I'm now at the income level. I'm now at the part where pretty soon I have to have the conversation about scaling dollars for hours. I know I'm going to have to, as a business owner, confront that at some point, probably the, you know, the next two years, but I don't have to do it right now. Right now it's working. Right now it's meeting my needs. It's consistent with my goals. It's what I want. And the reason why I know it's not a mindset problem is because I am not telling you that from a place of fear. I'm not afraid to start a course that nobody would want and nobody would buy. I am not afraid to figure out a social media marketing strategy that could increase the numbers that would get people to know. I'm not afraid to figure out the tech or organize the information. I'm not worried about what other people will think if I go bigger and try to make a bigger, bolder impact on my life. That sort of perspective I just gave you, that outline I just offered you of my life and how I am and where I'm at, like it's not coming from a place of what happens if I wasn't that way. It comes from a place of fighting really, really freaking hard to be right where I am right now and not really wanting it to change just yet. So the mindset issue and when it becomes a mindset problem, when people don't go big, when they play small, when they hide in the corner, that is when it comes from fear. And you you as a, you know, I, I was just about to say as a business owner, because I'm going to get back to you on that one. But you as, you know, the, the website freelancer and the consultant and the designer, like if you, if, if you're not, you know, sort of creating a brand, building a website, crafting this as a business, because, you know, you're just afraid or you, you think that you're good or nobody will buy from you or you have some sort of negative story attached to it. But it just really comes from kind of seeing the way other business owners are, the things they have to deal with and deciding for yourself that you don't want those headaches and you don't want those problems. So you're going to continue on in the way that you have been. And it's not just because, oh, wait, but I don't know how or, oh, would that cost money? Or, well, what happens if and what would so-and-so say? If your decision to stay in the consultant freelancing role comes from a place of genuine life satisfaction and contentment, no, I think your boss is wrong. Or, I'm sorry, your client is wrong. I don't think you have a um, mindset problem. Um, if you are a little bit afraid of what happens next or you don't know what it means to own a business or you you're afraid of what you would have to give up, or you think that there's going to be a compromise, or you're some way, you know, getting out of, um, or talking yourself out of a business mentality that's at a deeper, bigger level than what you are, because you don't have the information, or you don't think you could, that's when mindset plays a role. Um, so if you're like me, in the way I just described where I'm at with my business, and you feel just as lit up and passionate about it, then no, I don't think you have a mindset problem. However, I, I I got to tell you, um, 
I don't think that just because you don't have a website and you don't have a brand that that means you don't have a business. Um, and so I just might just be turning this whole entire thing upside down on you. Um, I, I think you do um, <laughs> on some level because you have monthly income goals and you're picking up jobs. So the thing that you're not doing is you're not advertising, right? So it sounds like, and maybe you do on these Upwork or freelancing sites or whatever, but business comes with marketing and sales. And a lot of times when I talk to people in the freelancing consultant space, the first thing they say is they hate selling and they hate marketing. And by the way, I have a January episode of um, January 2018, if you want to go back. And I think that I think the title is hate marketing. Listen, in. you can always go back if that if you, that resonates. But a lot of people, you know, opt to freelance and they opt to stay in that consultant problem solving troubleshooting mode, because they don't want to have to market, they don't want to have to Put themselves out there. Um, and that gets to be a personal preference because it's non-negotiable when it comes with owning a business. However, you know, I think bidding on projects, putting yourself out there, showing people what you do, building a portfolio, I don't think you're as far from owning a business as you think. So, you know, this question for you really is going to come down to a gut check. Is this idea that is the life you have right now, the work that you've created for yourself, the kind of work that you're getting. Does this work for you? Is it lighting you up and is it making you happy? Because part of what I'm sure your client is responding to is when you're a freelancer and when you're a consultant, a lot of times you you lose and you give up the control of the kind of work that you can get or the kind of things that you can do because you kind of fall prey to what other people need or the questions they have or you know what they have going on at the time. And if you're the business owner, it's a little bit easier, I think, to self-select um, and, and weed people out. However, I think you can also do that in the freelancing role. I think you can do it in the contracting role where if you decide, for example, you are only doing website design troubleshooting for health coaches, then you're just going to find where the health coaches hang out and you're going to let them know that, you, you know, that you're available to do this. So it's a, it's a little bit of a thin line. I think that, you know, the one thing I do like what your client shared with you and, you know, and what she then, you know, by default shared with me is your talent. I think one of the things that caused the reaction, and yes, she may be one of those people who's drinking the entrepreneurial Kool-Aid. Hey, you, <laughs> are you taking a sip of that Kool-Aid? She may be drinking the entrepreneurial Kool-Aid and just thinking that everybody has to go bigger, bolder, braver, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that just might be her passion, her value. Um, um, and it, and not everybody has that. We all get to decide that for ourselves. But the thing that she pointed out and she made sure to point out to me was your talent. Um, and so she knows you better. She's worked with you. She's sort of been in the room with you, right? Even if you guys work virtually, she's, you know, you guys have had some conversations. She knows you better than I do. And she might be seeing that you're minimizing or undervaluing or somehow hiding or um, not giving your talent as much credit as it deserves and perhaps you're afraid of you know people saying that like you know like you're not good enough for the big leagues perhaps you're worried that you know your talent isn't good enough it can't compete um i i don't know and i'm not going to go cycle babble run amok on you for that but i am gonna like make sure you take that compliment in i do want you to like make sure that you have a client who's so satisfied with what you have done sees your talent and your ability so much that she 
thinks that you're capable of more. That doesn't always imply that you have to do it, but I don't know anybody who like, you know, doesn't like it when someone sees our potential and sees us meeting our potential and sees what we're capable of. So I, I get that she, <laughs> it, it got messy, right? Because she said, I think you have a mindset problem. But I also want you to take in the fact that she thinks you're talented, that she's happy with the work that she, you did and that, you know, she likes and she, you know, she likes and respects you as a person as well. That's so clear in how much she like advocates for you and wants you to do well. This is going to come down to a gut check. I think people with mindset problems know they have mindset problems. I think they know when they are keeping themselves small, um, refusing to take action and getting stuck because they're afraid and they're on the wrong side of fear. I think people just genuinely know when they're happy, when they're good with where they're at and they don't want more and their, their goals for themselves and their life are met. And that doesn't mean, by the way, that where you are right now is where you're always going to be. Because I honestly, I expect that there's going to be a time when I'm tired of the one-on-one, when the novelty of, you know, helping people, um, you know, sort of fire and rehire their CEOs has worn off. When, you know, I don't get to work on such, uh, you know, when I, you know, worked with people on their leadership and team management and business decisions enough that I like get, you know, I find it easy and not as challenging and not as engaging of my mind and my talent that at some point I may want to create an online offering. I may want to get my message out to more people. I don't think that just because I'm really happy with where I am right now, that that means that's a permanent condition. I think we're always challenged and encouraged to do a gut check, to check in with ourselves, to see where we land and to see how we are. So take in the compliment, take in somebody seeing you, do the gut check, make darn sure that you're not just staying at the level you're at because you're afraid of the next step or you're worried about something. And then if you really do that gut check and you look boldly, bravely in the mirror, then you're good with you and move on and accept that. Enjoy being happy that you're one of the fortunate who can feel blessed, who feels like, you know, you have built the life on your terms. That's really at the end of the day, a business by design, right? So that's, you know, that's good gold in your pocket. So on the next crap day, you can pull it out and say, hey, I've done this on my terms. I can redo it on my terms if I need to. Um, you're a new listener. Thanks so much for finding me. It's it's rarely the new listeners that are asking the first question. So I'm so glad you took a chance on me. And thanks too for your client. Um, please, I, I, I'm assuming you're listening because <laughs> you want to see if I said you were right. But thank you so much for recommending the show. It's actually the best compliment and anybody else listening if my show has given you value if you think that there's people who need to hear it please please pimp it out send it out to the universe let people know that you find some gold here and you think that they could too i surely surely would appreciate it thanks so much for the conversation today i look forward to talking to you next time bye for now